Okay, so something is on my heart. Like, I just noticed so many different things, and like, I just remember, like, before what it was like to just pray and be at peace. And I talked about what it was like in Mexico and what God showed me. Excuse me. Which I was also just thinking about not too long ago. Like what God had shown me and how he had shown me that. Like. That's there. And yes, I was at peace. When I was in Mexico. But. And I experienced what it would be like to go back to that. And he also showed me that that demon that every single morning when I would just pray. And I would just spend time with the Lord and read my Bible. That demon that was like watching me. That's the demon that is in in me. Like torturing me every day. And it jumped back off me for a second. And I I felt like I felt before where it's like I was at peace again and I was back to where it was at, but I had to fight it constantly. And it reminded me of like what it was like before, like how it was before was a demon would always just sit there just watching me, just standing there, just like breathing hard and just angrily just like growling and like just I just felt so much like hatred so much hatred and so much anger and like I just wondered like why this thing was so bold who this demon thought they was like what what is going like what is this and I would ask God you know I would pray to God and I would focus on God and God would say you know just keep doing what you're doing just keep doing what you're doing focus on me trust me and every single morning I would see this demon until this demon started to stalk me even outside of my mornings, like this demon would stalk me all day. I would be on my way to work and I would feel someone watching me, following me. And I look behind me, I look all around me, I stay on the phone and sometimes just leave my light on my phone on. And I would never see nobody, but I would feel watched the entire way. But this demon I saw again in Mexico. And I was back to how it was before. And I used to be able to pray and read my Bible in the mornings with peace. Except I had to fight to focus. I had to focus harder in order to keep the demon off me. Because it kept trying to distract me. And it kept fighting me. And it kept like blocking 
like my relationship like I don't want to say relationship but it kept like being a block in a way of me getting to God but what I was thinking about was that you know I was just thinking about how God had shown me that even though you know I still want that and if that ever if you know if I want that and I really and I really work hard towards that and I ever get that you know I won't none of this that I've gone through will have mattered none of it like I will just be back at peace with God and like none of it will matter it won't matter like I feel like I'm going through such a traumatic situation like I'm being tortured, tormented, and I'm suffering. All the stuff I'm being real, being revealed to me. What is true? What matters? You know, is this real? Am I really getting closer to God, or am I being lied to? Like, what is this that I'm going through? And then I find that you know, when it comes down to it, if I ever get back to that place with God where I'm at back at peace and I feel alone again. It's just me and God. This demon is not in my face and lying all day, every day, all night. You know, never getting a break from it. Then I will, you know, it won't have mattered. None of it will have mattered. I'll be at peace. I'll be fine. Like, it will it immediately goes away everything all the torment all the torture all the pain that i go through because of this demon immediately once it's gone as long as i am not looking back or worried about what i worried about it at all none of it matters i'm absolutely fine i'll be absolutely fine which means that makes that remind that makes me feel that with god God is God is telling me that there's not going to be a lasting effect or this is not what it seems or like it's not what this demon wants it to seem. This demon is probably intending on causing some lasting damage in my life so that it hinders me forever, becomes a crutch forever. This demon is trying to cripple me in my spiritual life and just period mentally and progressively forever trying to keep me from progressing forever trying to cripple me and god is saying that it won't have mattered the second is gone the second is beat nothing that is taking me through nothing that i'm going through none of it will matter and i felt a little offended by it because i felt like all this suffering for nothing all of this suffering and it doesn't matter but that's something I have to change my perspective on and be grateful for God, you know, about because this demon wants to cause lasting dam cause lasting damage. There's been days where this demon is almost forcing my thoughts to make me feel like, you know, in years when all of this, you know, is over, if it's over, when it's over, you know. I won't, you know, this demon wants me to 
think that I will be bitter or miserable or regretful or dwelling on this situation for so much time after even it's gone. This demon wants to cause lasting damage. And God, or if this demon isn't intending to cause lasting damage even after it's gone, it's planning to never go. And God is saying, no. God is saying, there's no need to feel that I will have to heal from this situation because there's nothing to heal from. These are lies. I'm being told lies. These are lies. It's not real. You know, yes, what's going on around me is 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 actually happening, which, you know, is a big question for me. You know, how is my neighbor banging on my wall? How is people throwing rocks at my window? How is all these different, you know, people, it feels like I'm actually having real conversations with. Now, I even go as far as to say, that's not real. This person's not real. And then it feels like proof is is given to me you know how how do i know that certain people have the spirit of god and it's being confirmed different details about their life i could have never known it's not on the internet and that's not real none of that is going to matter so i want to be clear that god had shown me that like you know nothing that this demon is trying to cause None of the hurt that this demon is trying to cause on me will matter. It won't affect me unless I keep looking back and focusing on it, which which gives it a reason to stay. I have to let it go. I can't allow myself to be hurt by it. But also God is saying that I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to what it was like. When I was praying in peace and everything, even though I do, I don't want to go back to that because I'm further along now. I've grown so much. So I wonder if that consists of everything I've learned in the process, you know, as pertaining to even people. Because I don't want to say that they are a part of that growth. You know, they may just be part of you know, the distraction, distracting me from God, which I will put money on that before I put money on them being a part of my growth. But that doesn't mean that they're not, you know, I definitely want to not really be partial. I want to remain impartial to whichever it is, you know, only really focusing on growing in God and that being the only thing that I don't really want to, you know, let go of or that I'm just set on, like my heart is set on, and that I am choosing 100%, because everything else is like, even if it is it, like, if it is it, if it's that, it's like, I'm still like, uh, I don't know, because I have all these questions, or I don't really feel 100%, you know, solid on that decision, or if it's not that, I'm just like, you know, I don't know, I you know, I have all these different questions and I don't feel 100% solid on that decision. It's not, you know, I'm feeling that way because I want it to be one or the other. I just don't know. I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to see what it really is. So,
I realized that and there's a lot of lessons to be learned, but also something feels like God is saying is like, you knew this stuff already. You know that you didn't need this to know that like you didn't you did not need this. Like you have me. So you've already known these things. I've already shown you these things and I've told you these things. And this confirmation means nothing. You know, when you know you're something, getting an award for it, how much does that really, you know, change? Does it make you any more of that or any less that if you didn't get the reward? It's about knowing who you are with or without it. And God has already shown me who I am. So these awards, so-called, you know, fake awards. And I wonder what is the reason for them somehow trying to provide some sort of confirmation for things I already knew. And the only way I can see that is deceitful. Only The only way I explain that off is it's deceitful. It's an attempt in providing something that you already had and already knew in an attempt to somehow call out the need for validation in you. Like, I'm hoping that you need validation from others or confirmation outside of God more than you need that confirmation and validation from God. So if I provide this to you, then I can provide other rewards like this to you in an attempt to take from you what you already have and provide you with a false sense of nothing. It's like you have so much power already in God and you know it. But if I can convince you that I'm confirming things that you already know, if I can convince you against what you already know, if I can turn you against God and what you already know and what he has placed inside of you, that means that I can take your power and I can trade it out for something lesser. And I will have never, ever really have given you anything because anything I gave you, you already knew without me. You never needed this confirmation. If I came up to you and told you what your name was, and you were like, I already know my name. That's my name. I know I know who I am. But I am expecting for me to have told you that to be some sort of new revelation in your life. Like you as if you needed it. Now, how would you feel? If I took, you know, all that you are, all that you know, all the power that you have put on something that makes you you, and I traded it out for whatever it is I feel like I'm giving you in an attempt to make you dependent on whatever it is that I'm giving you, which is, you know, only what you already have, if not less. I don't know how to explain it, but that's kind of how the devil works when he's offering you these different things in life. When you show up or if the devil shows up to you and the devil is like, what do you want? Or this is what I can offer you. I know what you want. And whatever he offers you, whatever he gives you, whether it be money or fame or love or power, it is nothing compared to what you already had. And a lot of times it's not even more than what you already knew you had. It's just an illusion to make it look as if it's more. Poof, I put sprinkles on it. Now it shines. But it's the same thing you already had and already knew you had. 
But I guess because someone else is saying it or because I'm confirming that or because I'm making you feel as if this is this validates it and this makes it more real. It's supposed to be special. This is why it's important to know who you are in God, because when God already know, you know, shows you who you are and you believe him, the devil cannot come and tell you who you are. Because he's only going to tell you a partial truth. He's going to tell you some of the truth and then most of that be a lie. And then the part that's a lie is him stealing from you. He's taking whatever it, whatever he can take. Whatever it is that, you know, you're not holding on to enough or just even more. He'll just start gaining more and more and more from you because... You're not holding on to anything enough if you want anything from him. Because the fact that matters, anything he's offering is the truth you already knew. I noticed that a lot of people say, well, I found out in the devil I have this power. And, you know, when they go over on the dark side, they, they, they think that they have such a power and that they are able to do all these different things. And they believe that it's dependent on their relationship with him. And the fact of the matter is the devil cannot ever create anything. He is not a creator. He's an imitator and a thief. So anything he ever feels like you feel like you're getting from him is actually something that you already had. And imagine you're sitting on a million dollars and the devil come and tell you got 250000 So where's the rest of that money? Because you weren't confident in what you already had, he took the rest. He gave you $250,000, but you think you're just up $250,000. But really, you're down $750,000. But, you know, that's what it's like when you don't know your worth. And only God will truly reveal to you what your worth is and actually want you to have and keep all of that. The devil is a trickster. He's a liar. So God is going to place a spiritual gift in you that you're born with. And then the devil shows up and says, hey, don't you want this? And you feel like you're being, you know, your eyes is being opened and something's being revealed to you. When in reality, that's all that was inside of you the whole time. And you knew that. And God, God, that's because that's what God had been telling you. And the devil makes it seems like he, he gave that to you. When really all he did was place a demon on you to steal more from you than he ever gave. And I don't want that. <laughs> no, I'm good, bro. Like, not even my bro, but, you know, no. Like, I see that a lot of people think, look, look at what I can do. Look at all this stuff. Look at look at my power. Look at what I'm capable of. And God has made it very clear. They don't have any real power at all whatsoever. And it becomes more and more evident every every day that I fight for God. The only they don't have any real power, but of course it hurts when it feels like they are using everyone around you. It hurts when it feels like everyone is against you. And it hurts when it feels like they're making your your life harder and making you suffer. Because you do not choose them or you're fighting against them. It feels so real when you're in the moment. But God is showing me that the second that is gone, none of it matters. It doesn't last. I'll be okay. 
So therefore, God is worth fighting for. It's all an illusion. It's all fake. When they're telling me, like even now, you're suffering. This hurts. No one loves you. No one's there for you. Everybody's against you. No one chooses you. Everyone's laughing at you. You don't have anything. You know, you can't do anything. You know, you're out of resources. Everything's cut off and they're doing, it's all an illusion. I'm okay. I chose God. I'll always be okay. I just have to trust that. Now, that being said, you know, easily, and I know this is also something that Satan is trying to make me feel like, well, if you're okay, then why aren't you okay? Well, the thing is, you know, God wants to bring me to a new level with him, and that's what I genuinely feel. But being careful not to be tempted or lied to by the devil. Excuse me. Because why it was revealed to me that Why it was revealed to me that, you know, while it was revealed to me that, you know, it is an illusion and it's not real. It's still, you know, and why it was revealed to me that all of this goes away and it doesn't matter. It doesn't last. Yet still, it w- I was made to feel like, you know, I am growing. So I want to continue growing. And as long as I am intent on continuing to grow, they want to stay. The demon doesn't want to leave. The demon is like, I'm going to stay here. And because, you know, I can't stand to see you win and. I'm going to do I want to do everything in my power to stop you from getting to whatever it is that you know makes you better makes you happy brings peace or joy into your life because I can't stand to see anybody happy and God is never going to let that happen anyways I'm always going to have what I'm meant to have and the happy the happiness part, though I feel that I've been deprived of that for too long, you know, maybe it is some truth to them when they're saying that, you know, this, I don't have to be unhappy. That is something that they are responsible for. Now, they're not responsible for it. Obviously, I am responsible for it because I should not allow them to take my happiness away. But... The issue with that is me realizing that I was placing my happiness. A lot of my happiness was being placed in the wrong things. So it's not that they are taking it away because I would never give them that credit, but just that it's being redirected to the right places. And in the process, I'm feeling as if my happiness being snatched away when in reality, it's not. They never had any power over that. It's about God revealing to me that my happiness was in the wrong things and he's redirecting it to where it should be. And in this process of putting my happiness in the right places, I'm refinding it. Therefore, it feels like I'm going without it and I'm not. I'm happier than I've ever been in my entire life. It just doesn't seem like it because I have to reground. 
I have to re like I'm reevaluating what's most important and what's real what real happiness is if it is not found in God and in righteousness and in obedience and in holiness then it's, it doesn't it's not real happiness so a lot of days when I can't smile I'm not allowing myself to smile at things I used to smile at I'm not allowing myself to be happy at things I used to be happy at and I'm thinking to myself where's my happiness gone that wasn't real happiness or it wasn't the right kind of happiness. But it's coming and I know it's coming. It's right there. It just takes, it's a process of putting in the right place and securing it there. Not allowing myself to be pulled back to where it was or forgetting what's most important and where what really what real happiness is. It's, this is so worth it. But the devil wants me to believe that I'm missing out on something. Or that I am losing something. When nothing is being lost and everything is being found. So, even when it feels like I'm losing my mind, I'm not. When it feels like I'm losing my family, I'm not. When it feels like I'm losing friends, I'm not. When it feels like I'm losing love, I'm not. When it feels like I'm losing support, I'm not. Everything is being found. Nothing is being lost. And all these different things I feel like I'm giving up for God, it's not a surprise that God doesn't want to hear about it. When I say, God, I've given up this, I've given up that, he's not moved by that at all. He stops listening. I don't want to hear that. Don't tell me about what you've given up because you've given up nothing. Even though I've lost everything. Or so I think. So I've, so I've thought. I never really had any of those things. They weren't the real things. They weren't. They weren't. What. They weren't. They weren't things that were worth keeping. So. I, I know that obviously. To be willing to give up all of that. For God. Because he's the only thing worth keeping. And if God says everything needs to go. Or. Everything is going in my pursuit of God. And that means I've never really had anything but him. And that's okay. Even if I never ever have anything else but him ever again. I see that. So that's why I am not, you know, just letting go. And and saying, well, if when everything is gone and everything is over with... And everything is all said and done. None of this will have mattered. Meaning the hurt, the pain, the struggle, the strife. It will not have affected me. It won't matter. And that's a blessing. But what will matter is what's yet to come. And that takes with continuously allowing myself to progress in God. Because it's, it's there. Like I'm on my way to it. And it's such a blessing to have a sight to see. Really, 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 really. Like, I just want to get there and honestly never look back. But if I find myself ever looking back for, you know, just to just to appreciate God for all he's brought me through, I want to look back and I want to be like, you know, Look 
at like look at what I have look at what's most important and look at what I never had look at what I thought was what was important important at one at one point and I wanted to be solid I wanted to be you know I wanted to be stuck I wanted to be stuck never moving never never able to be taken back from by anything or anybody so I'm looking forward to that I know that's happening for me that will that will happen for me soon I pray that even everything that God has for me I get nothing is lost in this process of the mistakes I make and you know the things that I go back to sometimes I hope that I don't lose or miss out on anything I hope that that's realistic. But that being said, I may not know now. I may not ever know. But there is a reason for the process and the the paths I'm I'm having to go through, the people I'm encountering, the the things that's being revealed to me, the reasons I'm going through these things, everything, all of this information that a lot of times feel like it won't be, you know, valuable information or worth anything, but it is. It's all for a reason. Everything matters. Everything. It's all for a reason. I thought I wasted so many years of my life on TV and sleeping in the bed and smoking marijuana and even right now, I question if any of that time could be of any use to me right now. But it all means something, and it's all for a reason, and nothing is for naught. 